I'm Wheelan Vazi from the British Blacklist. And today we're there joined by a man who started out attacking the block before going on to build <laughs> his own legacy. A legend of yesterday, today and tomorrow. And now starring as Batesy in Twist, the modern day adaptation of Charles Dickens' novel, Oliver Twist. Actor, rapper and singer. Brands drama. So the reason I introduced you as a rapper and a singer is because right. I've seen you singing at the top of your lungs a yeah. rendition of Over the Rainbow. So you're, you're not going to claim singer. <laughs> I don't know if I'm going to claim it. I can hold a note. Let's, let's put it like that. I can hold a note. <laughs> and I've seen, I've seen you shelling two, two bars in your Instagram lives as well. Man, man, can, man can shell. Mixtapes soon come. <laughs> when, I'm, when, when I'm a bit bored, more bored of the acting, who knows? Mixtapes soon land. <laughs> see, you're looking at me funny and now you're claiming all the titles, see? Yeah, I'll, I'll claim it now. I'll claim it. Why not? <laughs> so, okay, let me just start off by saying um, welcome and it's very good to see you. Um, and how you been you, doing, man? How you been keeping from this? I'm good. I'm good. I'm not bad. You know, I escaped. Um, I escaped the UK lockdown. I was filming in Canada, so I'm in Canada right now, and there's no um, there's no lockdown where I am right now. So I'm I'm all right. I'm all right. Sorry, guys. I do feel fierce. I do feel fierce. No, it's all right. It's all right. You're you're genuine, and I like to believe you do feel for us, even though you're smiling over there. But I'm sure yeah, you feel our I'm pain. smiling. I went through it though. I did go through the first one. I went through the first one with everyone. I was in the UK for that. So, so I did half. I did half my sentence. <laughs> <laughs> so let me just stroke your ego a bit, a little bit. So you play Batesy, the most stylish and nonchalant member of the crew. Am I right? He is. He's, he's um, you know, Batesy is very, he's kind of a happy-go-lucky, cheerful kind of chappy. So yeah, and he's, his wardrobe is, his wardrobe is all right as well. He don't do too badly in the star department. Doesn't do too bad, I guess they drew from the real life inspiration himself. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know about that. I'm more of a simple man these days. The reason why I say that is because from the outside looking in, he's a lot different to the past character that you've played. I'm thinking, mm -hmm. um, I don't know what it is. When I see your name in a role, I know that your character is not scared to get his hands dirty. I'm thinking back to Dennis from Attack the Block. I'm thinking yeah. Kingsley in 100 Streets. I'm thinking... Mm -hmm. Jackson, Legends of Tomorrow, Dominic in Painkiller. So yeah. is basically the least like you in real life or the most like you in terms of how nonchalant and cool and level-headed he is? Um, a bit of both, I think. A bit of both. Uh, I mean, definitely me, I'm, I like to keep it chill and not too, not worry about 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 too much. That that um, I kind of share with Batesy. But, you know, he's quite different to me. Batesy in, in Twist, he's the... He's like the hacker, the tech guy of the group. And I'm the complete opposite. Like, I barely know how to work my way around emails and, and Instagram. So, like, it's actually quite crazy. For someone my age, I'm like an eight-year-old when it comes to technology, so. Old soul, man. The best Old way soul, to be. bro. Old soul, that's all it is. <laughs> Hello, my guy, because I was just curious from the outside looking in, like I said, I've been following your career for as long as I can. I don't know if you're doing any stuff on screen, practicing from the mirror, but anything that's on screen with your name yeah. on it, I've definitely seen it. And this character <laughs> just shows a lot more of um, your range in that sense. So it was very good mm -hmm. to see you in this type of role. So you've been in the industry for quite some time now, as I just said, you've worked on so many great projects with so many great actors and actresses. How exciting was it to be part of Twist? I remember I had um, a meeting with some of the guys from Unstoppable early in like uh, the conception of the project. And I remember just thinking, like, this is cool. Oliver Twist is such a classic 
classic film and to bring it into like the modern day. And it was also set in my actual area in London. I'm from East London. We filmed, we filmed like majority of it in East London. So yeah, just to film a project in my own area with such a, such a very, I think like Oliver Twist is such a British like classic. So to be involved in that, yeah, fantastic. And the people that, that I got to work with, you know, the cast is fantastic. You know, we've got Michael Caine, absolute legend, like absolute legend. Lena Headey is amazing. You know, Raph was great. We are like, it was just a dream. That's just amazing that you even like draw the link between being able to actually be back in ends where you're actually yeah. from. Because I haven't, I've seen you play um, loads of roles where you've been overseas and abroad. So what was that feeling like, I guess, to speak in your natural accent? I don't even know if, did you need, did you need a dialogue coach for the cop? <laughs> what, what was it like no, being I back? Just, I could just, I could just, you know, just do, do it in my own accent. I was, as I said, I was like in the area, I was in the bits. It was cool. Like, it's funny because um on these jobs, you have like drivers and chauffeurs to pick you up and take you home. But we were so close to like where I grew up. I'll just be like, nah, it's cool. I'm just gonna stay at my mom's house. I'm gonna just walk over from my mom's house today. It's cool. It's cool. Don't, don't worry about the drive. I'll take a little walk through the through the bits. It's cool. So that was just the, like, light nice flex, yeah. Yeah, just a light flex. I'll just box to work. It's all good. <laughs> no, it's good. It's good having you back, even if it was only temporary. Um, like I said, it's a lot more to what we're familiar with how we first introduced you. And it kind of as much as we've seen you grow and flourish your career, it's nice to see you come full circle and just come back to where we know you from. So that yeah, that was amazing, sure. man. It's always good and, to be Because, like, even in extension of that, like you said, that um, the caliber of, like, talent that you're working with, you're not a stranger to this. You've worked with Idris Elba before. You've worked with Tom Cruise before. Um, I guess, what was it like working with uh, Michael Caine? Oh, it was amazing, you know? Like, I've always been such, such a huge, huge fan of his work. So, you know... I know you're a Batman fan as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. Huge Batman fan. Everyone that knows me should know by now I'm a massive Batman fan. But, you know, to work with him, he's had such an extensive career. And just to just to get some of the gems of knowledge that he'd be dropping from time to time. And, you know, he grew up around that area as well. So, you know, he'd tell me stories about, like, his childhood and, like, cycling through East London as a kid. And, like, yeah, it's just, you know, that experience is just completely priceless. He's such a, such, such an amazing guy. That's good to hear that when you meet your heroes in real life, they actually yeah. live up to the billing. Mm -hmm. I guess you being one of the young bloods. What was it like working with um, this eclectic group of people? It was fun, you know. It's a lot of fun. I think that's what really drew me into, into like the industry and, and, and just keeps me in love with it. It's just the people that you get to meet and like the different characters that you can play and get advice from your other castmates and, and just the collaborative process of it and meeting all these people is just so fun and such a joy. And, and just, you know, you end up making some lifelong friends from some of these productions. That's something that I've seen you, I guess, do a lot. The way that you seem to just fit into ensemble cast and group dynamics, like I said, Legend of Tomorrow, Attack the mm -hmm. Block. What is it about working in that type of vibe that really draws you in? Like, do you bounce off of everyone's energy? Like, what's your yeah. process like? Yeah, I think it's just a case of, you know, I like being in the thick of it. Like, I like being in the mix where there's a whole, whole group. I mean, obviously, I've done films where, where you know, it's more of a, a singular lead kind of thing. But no, it's the ensemble ones that really, really kind of draw me. I'm, I'm, I always like that kind of team kind of thing. I love that camaraderie with all your castmates when you're all in the thick of it, all in it together. You're ride or die by the truest sense, yeah? Yeah, for real. No, I love to Ask hear the that. Ask the mandate. Ask the mandate. Because... 
like this particular ensemble, this particular adaptation, like in the opening lines, I'm going to try and quote this. This is where he says, um, if singing and dancing and happy endings are your thing, this is definitely, I guess, the wrong version of the story for you. Yeah, yeah. What was that like um, for you? Did you feel a sense of pressure? Because with this story, it's not as if it's starting from scratch or just materialising at thin air. This is a story that people are familiar with, literally being part of the furniture. And mm -hmm. people have expectations yeah. and conceptions of how they expect the story to be. And you guys have flipped that on its head, literally twisted it up. How mm -hmm. do you feel going into something like that? Is there a sense of pressure or excitement about doing it in a different way? I mean, yeah, there's always an element of apprehension of how is it going to be received? How are people going to take this? But I think there's something really nice about going into a, a project or, or like a, a universe that's already been built, that's already got got background and, and lore, etc. Et you know, we could draw on the information from the books if we needed to carry some character work. And yeah, it's just nice to kind of, you know, get to throw your own spin and put your own adaptation on, on a classic. I think it's just a, it's a really, really fun, fun kind of thing to do. And I'm no stranger to kind of going into projects where there's a long history behind it, you know, with all the like superhero stuff that I've done in the past as well, so. Life flex. <laughs> just a smidgen. I had, to, no. <laughs> I had to do it. I had to do it. You're, you're too humble to do it. I had to do it for you. <laughs> like you said, like with the existing law and being able to draw upon, I guess, um, source material that is like literally hundreds of years old. But this film is very much its own film, uh, like mm -hmm. bar, I guess, the use of certain character names and certain yeah. streets. Years ago, you probably don't remember this. There was an interview that you did with Amy Tiger for Legacy. Shout out to Amy. <laughs> I do remember that. <laughs> You said that there's an importance of having black writers, diverse writers um, from different mm -hmm. ethnic backgrounds, different genders as well. In this film, the characters that we're familiar with, like Sykes and Dodge, they're being played by females. And that's just amazing to see. I guess you've been saying this since Attack the Block, you've been very consistent with this. And then also yeah. Legacy as well. 10 years, five years on, so on and so forth. How is it for you to finally see this stuff start to materialize? Things that you thought needed to happen all those years ago, and now you're part of a cast where this is happening. It feels right, honestly. It feels like before, even though that was the norm where you don't see, you don't see black writers, you don't see black directors, you don't see many black producers, you don't see, even if we're getting down to it, that many black actors really you might see one or two in the cast. But, but now that it's changing, it just feels like, yes, this is what it's supposed to be. It shouldn't be like, oh, this is a big deal. Like, wow, we have a black direct, wow, we have, a no. This should just be standard, like, we should have people from every different ethnic background, you know, gender, sexuality, it doesn't matter. Everyone should have a chance to get their voice heard and be able to tell their stories. So I think it's very important that we kind of have that kind of representation. It's needed, it's necessary. And no, it's 2021, like, everyone get with the program. <laughs> that's, a, that's a perfect answer. I like the fact that you said that this, this shouldn't be noteworthy. It should just feel right. This is what our society looks like. And the media that we consume should reflect our society. It should look like that. So, so yeah, like, I'm just glad that I could listen to interview from you all the way back then and now hear that you actually believe that these things are coming to fruition. Profit. Yeah. You know, like, <laughs> that's just how I do. I say it and it just comes to life. So <laughs> lockdown soon ended. Because <laughs> <laughs> no, on one of your Instagram posts, um, not going to incriminate you. <laughs> you said something very, very insightful. This was all the way back in 2018. You said that you'll get what you get when you get it. 
mm-hmm. you've been very very persistent like in your pursuit but from the outside looking in again we see you get these roles we see you winning and we're all so proud of you to see like your beginnings and how you've just gone on about your career always conducting yourself professionally always just abiding by a certain moral code not mm-hmm. doing things that are out of character um how much banging on the door does it take at this stage of your career to get roles like these or is it a lot easier now that you've got a whole um, repertoire and catalogue behind you? I mean, I'm not going to lie. It's still a challenge, a massive challenge still. It's definitely easier. I won't, I won't front. Like, I'm still struggling exactly the same way I was when I was, like, 16, 17, 18. Granted, I've done a lot more stuff, so, you know, my name holds a little bit more weight-ish. As it but, should at um, this stage, yeah. <laughs> I hope so. No, definitely. But, um, but no, you know, I still hear like way more no's than yeses on projects. I'm still auditioning like like everybody else. I mean, it's a tough one. It's a grind. You know, with acting, I feel like it's one of those things, especially in entertainment, where it's definitely a marathon and not a sprint. It's a lot of work behind the scenes and a lot of small projects that maybe most people haven't even seen before you get that big break that everyone thinks is your first thing when you're like, mm, this is actually like my eighth role, but sure. So yeah, you know, it's still a challenge, but I like it. I like the not knowing exactly what's what I'm gonna do next and what's coming next. It's a bit of a thrill. That's what puts the battery in your back, I guess, the sense. Um, and even that just draws perfectly into, I guess, like the story. I feel like what really connects with people about Twist and Oliver Twist and Weiss being able to translate for all these generations is hustle culture is universal. Mm-hmm getting it in by hook or crook and doing what needs to be done to put food on the yeah. table to keep yourself looking fly that is a universal storyline mm-hmm. you yourself why do you think that this story has been able to translate is it the same reason or um you got your own yeah i think we all love the underdog and that is what oliver twist really is he's he's the underdog that we're all rooting for and you know for me that's what makes it just so appealing to everyone and it's yeah, he's just the every, he's kind of like the everyman character that, that we want to see win. No, no, def, definitely the underdog is just the team that we're all on. Um, mm-hmm. like I, I didn't even look at it that way in that sense, but no, that's that's why you're in the film and I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> I was also thinking when it comes to um, your approach to getting into like this character, did you have a lot of creative freedom because of it being an adaptation and I guess there not being such strict rules and rigid law behind it? Or was it, this is what you're going to do and this is how you're going to do it? No, definitely. I definitely had had a lot of freedom with the character and how I kind of wanted him to come across, etc. But yeah, you know, I, we were blessed on Twist with our director, um, Martin. He gave us a lot of freedom and he gave me a lot of room to, you know, improvise and you know add my own spin and my own twist on different things so it was a really collaborative process and that's that's the kind of way that I like working the best with that sense of freedom that you really did imprint yourself onto the character because just coming in and looking at it when we saw this this was definitely something that we hadn't seen before but something Mm -hmm. that we're familiar with there was a sense of authenticity there yeah I mean I tried to bring a little bit of myself to every kind of role that I do I feel like it's important to Bring it just a tiny bit, even if they're completely different. If I'm doing my job correctly. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're, you're, you're yet not to do the job correctly. I promise you that. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. Even in the um, the sense of like this film, like I said, um, the whole characterization and just 
how refreshing it was to see it done in this light and the modern day mm -hmm. version. You spoke a little bit on the role of having black producers and I know um, you've worked with Noel Clark in the past as well on Legacy. Mm -hmm. Is that a direction that you look to go in? Because I know how important it is to be able to shape the narrative yourself or do you feel like your strongest voice right now is on screen? Um, yeah, it's definitely a direction I'd love to go in. When I'll do that, not quite sure. You know, being a producer, it's a lot of hard work. And your boy's kind of lazy, you know what I mean? <laughs> so... <laughs> but no, it's definitely something I, I, I kind of want to go into, for sure. But right now, for this moment, you know, I'm just I'm just kind of focusing on, you know, just honing my craft and trying to be, be, a, be a better actor and the best actor that I can kind of be, you know. That's what's kind of my focus at the moment. Definitely got to disagree with the lazy thing. We see you putting in that work. When it comes to just being, like I said, in something like Twist, how do you expect people to receive it? I know you're quite open with your fans and like to have like dialogue with them and whatnot, like I mm -hmm. said, through Instagram Live as such. What type of feedback are you expecting to get in from them? And you've also said in the past about when you get into acting, it's about having tough skin. Thick skin mm -hmm. is an essential trait that you need to pick up. Like I said, you said this and over 10 years ago with Attack the Block. Yeah. How do you deal with criticism and is that something that you would expect from an older generation of this film or do you expect them to feel like wow this is something new we like to see how the new generation are putting their own spin on things or does it even bother I, I, you I, I, um it's a weird one it doesn't bother me so much as like you know i'm gonna lose sleep over it and i'm gonna be affected and i'm gonna be super upset but i always care what what viewers and fans think because for me personally that is the goal is to entertain and please the viewers and the fans so you know i've been on jobs i've been on things where i've thought I thought people ain't gonna like and i've voiced it i'm like we need to do this better like the fans ain't gonna be down for this so yeah but at the same time you know it's about creating a certain vision you can't just cater to fan service you kind of have to tell the story that you're trying to tell in the way you're trying to tell it so in that respect i don't worry too much because you know I know what the job is, what I'm here to do, what character I'm here to portray, what story we're trying to tell. So I feel like as long as we get that right, the people it's supposed to connect with will connect with it. And those who don't connect with it, maybe there's another film that you can check out that you might connect with. You know, not everything's for everyone, but, but Twist is a film that the whole family can enjoy. You know, it's fun, it's action-packed, it's got heart, it's got humour. So especially in this in this lockdown time, you know, everyone can kind of sit down together with a family, get the popcorn out and just have a good time. That's what it's all about, man. I need this version of Twist. This is the version mm -hmm. that I've been waiting for personally. And I guess just some quick fire questions, hopefully on your toes, yeah. my bro. Okay. We're, not, we're just trying to get to know you a little bit better. All right. <laughs> so anybody you have in your collection, I guess, linked to a particular memory, a, little, a particular time in life that you read it, and that made you feel something or helped you get through something, maybe a self-help book. Lord of the Rings is my favourite book, trilogy. I've probably read it maybe like 10 times all the way through each one. Like, so that's like my favourite book. I always, that's what kind of got me into the whole like fantasy kind of, even though I do a lot of sci-fi, but you know, it's fantasy, sci-fi, kind of the same thing, all of that kind of stuff. Those were the books that kind of first started getting me into it. But, but I will say, doing a second book, Paolo Coelho, The Alchemist. That book, yeah. Just check it out. I ain't even going to say too much about it. Thank you, my bro. Thank you for the recommendation as well. I've never got around to reading it, but 
Now it's coming it's from yourself. Thing. I have to read it. How could I not? A song or an album that defines the soundtrack to your life right now. That's a tough one. Um, a song or album that defines my life right now. Um, I'm not too sure, but I'll tell you what I have been, what song I've been listening to on re- repeat a lot. Dave and Young's Teflon, Rule of Two. That song's resonating with me right now. Resonating. So, yeah. That's a great answer. And um, even the backstory to that, Dave trying to get a tune of him back in the day and then finally coming full circle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, everyone, everyone check that out. That's two for yeah. two right now. I'm, I'm, liking, I'm liking the quick fire questions and answers you're oh, giving yeah, cool, me. Cool. And number one is a film or TV show that you watch repeatedly whenever it's on, no matter how many times you've seen it. All right, cool. I'll give you two. That if I see it on, if I'm channel hopping or something, I see it on, it's what you're watching it. Scarface, yeah, and Rocky IV. Ooh, nah. Rocky Four and Scarface. Without doubt, yeah? Every single time. Every time. If he dies, he dies, man. If he dies, he dies. I will break (laughs) him. That film there? I don't. I'm getting gassed. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm doing after this interview. (laughs) (laughs) And then I want to ask you the first play that you saw, um, what it meant to you. What was the first play that I saw? All the most impactful. Do you know what? I can't remember what the first play was, but the first something on stage was an opera, actually, that I went to see, like, when I was in primary school. You know, they used to have that gifted and talented register thing back in the day. I don't know if they still have it. I don't know. Somehow, don't ask me how, I got on it. Who knows what they were thinking, but there we go. Anyway, um, we went to see an opera of um, Don Giovanni. It's like this opera about, like, this ladies' man. And like he just ends up like being a serial womanizer and then ends up going to hell. And I was like eight years old or something. And just remember watching this, like, this opera stuff is kind of mad. <laughs> like, this is actually cool. Um, and I was already kind of wanted to be an actor anyway. So it's just like, yeah, there's so many right. different avenues. Showed you the depth, I guess, opposed to just on screen. Yeah. And the last one that I'm going to ask you is a three part. It's what has made you mad, sad. And glad this week. Does it have to do one thing that made man all free? Nah, 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 nah. <laughs> I was gonna say, I don't know. Um, that's a personality disorder right there. <laughs> yeah, for real. Playing all these different characters, I feel like every actor is crazy in a way. But um, mad, sad, and glad. Mad. I was trying to feed my one-year-old yesterday, and the boy kept spitting out everything over the new outfit that I just got for him. Big mad. Sad. I watched the interview, actually, this week. I watched an interview with, about this rapper, Roscoe Nini Zulu. And that made me sad. There's a few moments in the interview I'm like, wow, that's sad. And I had a tough life. That made me sad. Glad. Glad this week. That twist is coming out tomorrow. That has made me glad. Everyone's going to be able to see all the, all the hard work that we've put into this film. And hopefully everyone's going to enjoy it and be like, this is sick. And tell all their brethren. <laughs> <laughs> I love ending on the glad, man. I love ending on the glad. Thank, mm. thank you for your time um, joining us. I know the time zone's different and everything, so we really appreciate having you. Um, I'm looking forward to everybody else seeing Twist as well and just more of your work, bro. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thanks for having me.